Welcome to Happy Hour at the Box with CrossFit Instinct, talking all things fitness, health, wellness, food, friends, and more. What's up, Instinct fam? Today I'm here to talk to you about injuries. What do you do when you're injured? How do you heal? How do you continue training? Do you even continue training? And then I'm going to tackle some uh, extra odds and ends at the end of this. I am going to go ahead and just dive right in. So first thing, what do you do if you have an injury? I have a general rule of thumb, actually three rules, that I give to injured athletes. It works. I guarantee it. Unless, of course, you need surgery or something major, but uh, I'd say with 99% of injuries that happen inside the gym or even injuries that flare up from other things when you're inside the gym, follow these three guidelines and it will work for you. The first thing, let's, we're going to use an injured shoulder As an example, I feel like that might be one of the most common injuries that we see in the CrossFit world. So the first thing, if you're dealing with a chronic or even an acute shoulder injury, you need to rest. If it's an injury that starts to feel better as you start to move and warm up, that doesn't matter. That usually means it's some type of a tendonitis that does feel better when you start to move it. But then what happens is it gets worse when you're done with the workout and it's nighttime or the following day or week. So if you're dealing with pain, rest completely. Don't do anything with that affected area. I am not saying to work out, not work out. I'll go over this in a minute. You will continue to train, but For the example we have right now, the shoulder, you would completely eliminate any movement through that shoulder during your training and even in your lifestyle. So you want to make sure that you're not overusing your arm in everyday things that you're doing and even sleeping. So you have to pay attention to all these things. Rest the affected area and you don't even want to really start doing mobility until you are about 80 to 90% pain-free in that joint. There's some differing opinions on this. I do know some other um, approaches to this that will tell you to go ahead and start with mobility immediately. But what I've found is for the fastest healing, if you can rest the area until the pain goes away, you will see faster healing times. So we're looking at 80 to 90% pain-free in the joint. Once you reach that and you feel like it's almost better, but there's just some random times and movements that aggravate it, then you start a mobility routine. I would highly advise looking up Kelly Starrett, the supple leopard, maybe even consider purchasing the book It is single-handedly the best mobility tool you can get out there. He geeks out on all things mobility and injuries. I would highly, highly recommend purchasing this book. Really, I feel like any of our athletes, all of our athletes should have this book. 
Start yourself with a mobility routine and you need to continue this mobility routine until you are 100% pain-free. You don't want any nagging pain left in that joint. Once you have completed this, then you can start introducing movements back into your workouts using that joint, but it needs to be very scaled. So I'm talking maybe you use a PVC, a five-pound dumbbell. You band up a lot on your body weight movements to make sure that you're not going to overdo it right away. This is also a great, great opportunity to go back and master the basics. Use this as time to refine your form and technique. A lot of times, some of the injuries come from poor technique. So use this as an opportunity to clean things up and make improvements so that you can come back even better than you were before. So what are some examples of how you can continue to train through an injury? So when you are dealing with a limb injury, let's talk about a knee or foot or hip injury. You want to make sure that you are resting that area. So that means you will be doing all single leg movements. So lots of pistols, assisted pistols, lunges where you are resting the one side that's affected, rear foot elevated split squats on the one leg that is strong, single leg deadlifts, step ups with the good leg. You can even do single leg back extensions, single leg reverse hyper. You can even use the assault bike with one leg. There's even a way where you can burpee, where you keep the affected leg straight throughout the entire burpee. You would step back and step forward, keeping the affected leg straight and use the good leg to be the one that's actually doing the stepping action. Let's give some examples for shoulder injuries. With shoulder injuries, dumbbells are going to become your best friend. You will use a single dumbbell to clean, to jerk, to do any other pressing overhead, to bench press, bent over row, single arm even kettlebell swings, single arm snatches. If you're really hurting, even single arm deadlifts with a dumbbell or kettlebell, single arm bent over rows in place of pull-ups or ring rows. Burpees can be done on an elevated surface where you would place your good arm down on a box or a bench, jump back, jump forward, jump clap. You could even try a modified single arm push-up in there if you'd like. You will rely on a lot of bodybuilding, dumbbell and kettlebell movements to get through training single arm. Let's say that your lower back is injured. You are going to rely a lot on body weight movements. You can typically be doing a lot of ab movements, not necessarily your obliques, but your front side abs. And the assault bike will be your best friend as far as conditioning goes. Any barbell movements for pressing, you might want to consider sitting to do those, a seated press. Bench press is great when you have a low back injury. You can even put your feet up on the bench. That will help your low back. 
Unfortunately, you won't be doing a whole lot of lower body training with a back injury, but there are some things you can use the bands for, for your hamstrings, your quads. You may be able to get away with body weight step-ups, lunges, air squats, things like that. Those of you guys who are suffering from all over joint pain, say you just have aches and pains all over your body, there's a few things that this might be from. Number one is probably related to your diet. If you are eating an inflammatory diet that includes lots of processed foods, sugars, refined carbohydrates, you will find that you're going to be a lot more achy. Also, if you are chronically dehydrated, you will also feel this way. So hydration plays a huge game in how your joints, muscles, and tendons feel. The third thing that is usually a big culprit for people is overtraining. Your body might just be screaming at you to take a rest or take a rest. And then when you come back, you may need to just scale more with all of your workouts. Hitting it too hard all the time does wear and tear on your body. Do not be afraid to scale. Don't be afraid to pull back. Don't be afraid to take a week of active recovery where maybe you just go for nice brisk walks or do yoga for an entire week every six to 10 weeks. That has been key in avoiding overtraining for many athletes. This podcast is short and sweet and to the point because I could talk for hours and hours about injuries and training, but I think this was a good summary of it. So all in all, I just want you to remember that if you're suffering from an injury, you do not have to let that impact your training. You can still continue to train and you can continue to make gains. You also can come back stronger than you were before and in a better place than you were before. Injuries, yes, they stink, but it is a great opportunity to go back, rehash the basics, and really make some headway on yourself as an athlete. Your body gives you direct feedback, and if you can learn to listen to that and take the right action steps, Injuries are nothing to be afraid of or worry about. I myself have suffered through two horrible shoulder injuries with months of very bad tendonitis. In total, I've had to take nine months doing single arm workouts. The first one was six months because I didn't yet understand that I needed to rest before I started heavy duty mobility and do both of those before I started training. I kept jumping around in the process and not being patient. I didn't dedicate myself to that process and I ended up dealing with that injury for a very, very long time. When I injured my second shoulder from the time that it was so bad that I couldn't even hold a phone to my ear until I was back training like normal, it was three months. If you've dealt with an injury, you know that that's very fast, going from that point of such a horrible injury to then back to training like normal. The reason that I healed so quickly from that is because I followed that protocol of rest until you're 80 to 90%, 
mobility until you're 100%, and then scale until you are back to normal. It took me about three to four weeks of complete, I mean complete rest. I even wore an arm sling so that I wouldn't move my arm. Then it took about five weeks of hardcore mobility, 20 minutes a day on my single arm to get things feeling better. And then it took me a month of scaling down and getting myself back up to normal. I've also dealt with fractured wrists. I've dealt with minor meniscus tears in my knees. I've dealt with such horribly bruised knees from skating that I couldn't squat for six weeks. I've thrown my low back out several times. I've suffered from chronic neck pain to the point where it affected me doing anything overhead. I have had plantar fasciitis in both feet. I have had hip impingement in both hips. And I've also suffered from overall joint pain from overtraining, also from an inflammatory diet, and also from systemic inflammation from my implants. So I just want to share that with you to encourage you that I promise I've been there. I've been through it. I've learned the hard way, and I don't want you to have to learn the hard way. If you guys have questions or need help getting through your injuries, whether it be how to modify the workouts, what to do for your mobility, how long you need to rest, that is what you guys come to CrossFit Instinct for. Our coaches, we are here to take care of you and to help you, even if that means writing you up your own program, even if that means taking a few sessions with you to work on mobility, no matter what it is, we are here to help you out. You do not need to suffer alone through these injuries. You do not need to feel like you have to stay away from the gym during these injuries. I hope this is helpful for you and I hope this gives you some insight. I would love to see you guys who are dealing with chronic pain overcome that and come back stronger. It is possible, I promise you. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube, and get a hold of us if you'd like to get our gym emails. Stay in the loop of all things instinct.